Everyone. Welcome to today's Word of Mom Radio here on the Word of Mom Media Network. I'm your host, Dory DiCarlo, and you know we are here week after week, show after show, breaking those myths that mompreneurs and businesswomen, especially those of us building our businesses from home, that we're just dabbling in between bake sales and getting our nails done. We're not. We are smart, we are savvy, and we are sharing the wisdom of women in business and in life and I'm looking forward to bringing today's guest on our show. Michelle Saro is the founder of Divorce Rx, a unique brand of professional organizing that focuses on the needs of divorcing and divorced families. Michelle combines her professional background as an educator and organizer with her personal background as a child of divorce and a divorced mother of three to help families organize their homes and lives when transitioning from one home to two. Michelle believes that when the children are in the environment that is organized and calm, it translates into a feeling of predictability and safety at a time when they need it most. And with everything going on right now, I just think this is such an important topic to be sharing with all of you. So with that being said, Michelle, welcome to Word of Mom Radio. Thank you so much, Dory, for that introduction, and thank you for having me today. It's my pleasure. It, it, it's my pleasure, too. I want you to share your story about how you've now come to combine both your personal and professional experience experience into that space where you can help other people through divorce with organizing their lives. As you mentioned, I have a background in education. I taught for about 15 years or so, and then I needed much more flexibility because of my husband at the time, his schedule, as well as having small children. And I also had sick parents, one who was out of town at the time. So the teaching no longer really worked for me. So I started organizing and I really liked it. I saw how I could help people who were, this is pre-divorce organizing. I saw how I could help people turn their home spaces into more productive spaces. And there were a lot of moms working at home who, uh, it's interesting, a lot of writers I worked with and they are, they're big offenders of the, the holding on to newspapers and magazines. And maybe one day I'm going to reference this, that, or the other thing. And so what unfortunately that created for them was a big mess in an office space that could have worked for them a little bit better. So I, I spent a lot of time helping those types of people and moms, moms and families really at home. And then after my own divorce about six years ago, the chaos of all the things going on in my life sort of calmed down. And I revisited what did I really want to do when I grew up. I went back to teaching very briefly and decided, in fact, no, this was not for me. And then I was having a conversation with someone who, in a completely different realm of my life, didn't even, I don't even think she knew I was an organizer, but she was divorced. And she mentioned to me that when she and her husband were going through divorce, they hired an organizer to help them divide their belongings. She said, even though we had an amicable divorce, 
when we went into the basement and tried to divide it, it was just, it was, it was chaos because there were all the emotions that came in and, you know, were this layer over the stuff that they were trying to go through. And she said that was really helpful for her. And then that organizer went on to help her husband set up his new place. And that was really what planted the seed in my head of bringing all of my professional and personal background together to create Divorce Rx. And I thought to myself, you know, as I was going through my own divorce, I naturally was drawn to organizing the outside, the house, the drawers, and all that kind of stuff. Like that was what I went to as my calming retreat. And I noticed how helpful that was to calm my brain. So I thought to myself, you know, this is something that I can share with with other people, other women, um, and even men as well, for sure. And I started to look around and say, okay, what other organizers are are specializing in these needs? Because it wasn't only the, the dividing of the marital belongings. It was also, you know, when one person moves out and you're the one who's left in the marital home, there are oftentimes big gaps that are left physical gaps, you know, someone takes a couch, someone takes a whole wall of art. And those physical gaps really translate into those emotional gaps. And when you or your children come home at the end of the day, or even walk through the home, if you're, if you're working from home, those are big reminders, almost like slaps in the face, you know, that other person is gone. And so going through divorce in an already busy life, you don't really have the time to start rearranging your stuff and seeing what's going to work from other rooms and really starting with a clean slate in in the marital home and making it your own for yourself and for your children, whatever amount of time they're with you. So having another party come in and sort of say, okay, let's pull from other rooms. What do you actually need? Do you need to replace everything, you know, tit for tat that was taken? So those kind of options and questions to ask someone at that time, I find is really helpful. And also the person who is moving out and setting up a new home. Oftentimes that person has not done this before. You know, through the division of labor in marriages, one person was oftentimes more responsible for the household stuff. And so now this person's got to get themselves set up for their children. And oftentimes we're seeing a lot of 50-50 custody situations happening. So when those children are with the parent who doesn't know what they're doing because they've never had to do it before, there's a lot of catch up. And oftentimes they just run right into it and try, you know, it's like running into the darkness. So I, you know, I saw an opportunity for me to front load, and if you would, you know, the information for the parents and say, okay, this is what's coming down the road. This is what you're going to need to do in your home. This is what you're going to need to get up to speed with, with the kids schooling, with their activities, with the summer, with all of those things, you know, the medical piece that they may not have ever thought of. And so instead of having it happen to them in real time and sort of cleaning up the mess behind them, I saw an opportunity to give them the information up front so they were in a better position going in. And my ultimate goal was for the kids to have their lives just run as smoothly and effectively as possible during this transition and help the parents really show up in a way that they would be able to look back and say, you know what, that was a hard period of time, but I did the best that I could and organization helped and, you know, we made it through. Do you feel that organizing helps with overwhelm, especially at those times? My goodness, yeah. There There have been so many scientific studies that show that, 
your outer world, your environment is a mirror, a direct mirror, a direct reflection of what's happening inside of your head. So if you walk into a cluttered and disorganized room with stuff all over the place, your brain is going to register that and mimic that. And then when you're in divorce, even when you're not in divorce, you know, life is just so busy these days. And being able to walk into a room where everything is put away within reason, and I don't, you know, I'm not someone who um, advocates for perfection. I advocate for what makes you feel calm and serene for yourself and for your children. So walking into a room where you know that everything has a place and you, you have done regular maintenance on your stuff so that as you're bringing more things into your house, it's not spilling over into your living area. And that, you know, spills over into the chaos in your brain. You know, I absolutely believe that there's a connection for sure. And for kids as well. It's so funny. I'm an everything away person. Mm-hmm. When I'm working, everything is out. And then when I'm done, this goes here, that goes there. In my old office when my kids were younger, I could just reach up and grab something. And I used to tell them all the time, I don't mind you using any of my things, put them back where you got them because I don't have time during the day to now search for something because you decided it went somewhere else. And it's funny because even now to this day, you can tell what my brain is doing if there's stuff on the chair in my bedroom. Yeah. Because you, you could feel it in a, in a way. I, I know I'm the same way. You can absolutely feel it. And you know, you mentioned a good a good point that I always like to to emphasize with my clients is involving the children. Because as mothers, I think we feel like okay, we need to do it all. We need to manage it all, and it's our responsibility to make sure everything's organized and everything stays organized. And one thing that I like to teach people is to involve your children, because. I don't know if it's just my kids, but lots of kids feel like, oh, it just automatically and magically ends up organized. And that's, you know, it's very nice for for the kids. However, we're also doing a disservice to them because as they grow up and they go out on their own, they're going to realize like, you know what, that fairy is not in my big person apartment anymore. And so, you know, by, by showing them, this is how we organize. And I'm very also big with the maintenance, setting, setting aside a time weekly um, or however, whatever works for you and really sticking to it to maintain the systems that you've set up and to manage all of the new stuff that comes in so that you're not consistently in that place of overwhelm, of clutter, of too much stuff. So teaching kids that that's an important piece of it is really valuable. And I like to have the parents, you know, involve their kids in it. Um, Even with the whining and the complaining about it, it's okay. You know, I say, put on some music, you know, this time do a half an hour on the weekend, put on some, everybody rotates and switches to choose what music they want and make it fun and make it a game. And then it's done, you know, you use a timer and then it's finished. And, and it really, it really makes a big difference. I feel the younger your kids are that you teach them this, the more you have taught them early. It's not until they hit those double digits that they realize, yep. wait a minute, this isn't fun. It's work. And right. it's so funny. My grandson's three and my friend was over. She and I were taking him to the beach on, on Friday and he was showing her all of his toys. He had his little, he has his little kitchen in my house and he, had taken out, you know, all of his different foods. And so I said to him, I said, it's time to clean up so we can go to the beach. And there he is, clean up, clean up, every, because I sing the song to everybody, everywhere. And certain foods of his is in one container and the others in another. 
and he actually separated them and put them, he had put them, and he was like, oh no, and then he put them back into this one, into the drawer, Steph was like, I can't believe he's three, she's like, good job, I said, you know what, this is the time where it's fun for them, and it's so important to give them those guidelines for those very reasons that you said, because when they get to their big kid apartment, that fairy's not going to come in, and I feel like it would also help with your self-confidence. Absolutely. When you feel like you can walk in and not have to apologize for your house. Correct. Absolutely. And it's not only for the aesthetic thing. It's not only like, let's exactly what you said. It's not just, let's have, you know, everything look perfect. It's about a feeling that you get when your stuff is organized, when your life is organized. And I work a lot with people with time management also, because that's, that's a huge, another you know, piece of the organization is everyone, you know, a lot of people have good ideas of what they want to do, but how do you balance that and how do you schedule that and how do you stay motivated and how do you stay accountable when you have all these things that you want to do in your life? So teaching that to kids is, it's such a great foundation to, to improve their self-confidence and they just, you know, it, it makes them feel safe. It makes them feel secure. And, and especially around the times of divorce, when their whole world, as you said before, are being blown up, the difference of walking into mom or dad's house when it's orderly and organized and they know where their stuff is, they're not missing stuff. They know that they've got the charger they need. They know that they've got the sports equipment that they need. You know, that makes a kid feel confident. That makes a kid feel thought of and heard and seen. And that's the real gift. It's not, yes, we love the beautiful room, but how does it make your kid feel is really what I try to emphasize with parents. You know, what do you want, to, what do you want for your kid? How do you want to relate and connect and, and with your child during this time? What a wonderful way to stop right here because I want people to think about that. We're going to take a quick break, say thank you to our sponsors, and we'll be back in just a moment here on Word of Mom Radio. Have you been curious about CBD? Maybe you heard it helps relieve stress and balance your body, but you're not sure where to start. The most important thing when you're thinking about CBD is choosing a brand you trust and feel confident in. Altwell is a high quality and effective CBD line. It's a family business with four generations in the wellness industry, and they poured all their experience, knowledge, and passion into making modern wellness attainable. Altwell uses only the highest quality, ethically grown hemp, carefully selected from Colorado farms. They triple test every product, and with every purchase, you can act a lab report so you can see exactly what you're getting. If you're new to CBD, a great place to start is with topicals like Altwell's balms and lotions to help ease achy muscles and their serums to moisturize and brighten your skin. Altwell is offering Word of Mom listeners a special discount so you can try it for yourself. All you have to do is go to altwell.com and use code ALTWELLMOM at checkout for 25% off your first purchase. Exclusions apply. She is brave. She is strong. She is you. Because you're that woman who's got a product or a service that you're looking to promote. Or you're out there seeking to support other women in business to help women learn, network, and build the businesses of their dreams. Because when you win, we win. We all know a survivor. Some of our friends and family have made it through difficult times. Some of us don't make it. Losing a loved one to cancer, a car accident, or any other unfortunate event can be crippling and unavoidable. But one of the hardest subjects to talk about is suicide. Too often, our youth decide that leaving this place is easier than facing the struggle forced upon them every day. More than one in four children go through some form of bullying or another. Most of us survive with scars, but for some, 
the inner demons created cannot be recognized or treated in time to ensure they make it through. Bullying in every form is very much avoidable. It starts with me and it starts with you. This is Kelly Carius from No Such Thing as a Bully reminding you to do your part when you see bullying happen. If you don't know what that is, call 403-447-4404 or go to nosuchthingasabully.com. Don't let the name fool you because stadiumbags.com has a line of clear bags that enable you to use your phone and your smart devices without removing them from your bag. Not only that, but the product is so good it'll stand up to the cleaning solvents that you need to use now to make sure that when you come home, you come home safely. So take a look at stadiumbags.com. You'll see why we're your clear choice because safety, it's in the bag. And we're back here on Word of Mom Radio. We're talking with Michelle Sarrow about Divorce Rx. I love what you said about it giving children confidence when they come into a house and knowing where their things are, especially in the midst of dividing their lives. Because let's face it, they're the innocent victims here. They're the ones who, you know, aren't the chess pieces in your divorce. They are the living people that are dealing with you now trying to reinvent your lives as well. So why do you think it is so difficult for people to get rid of things when they're trying to get organized? So in general, the things that we own, the things that we have, the physical things that we accumulate over our lives are representations of our hopes, our dreams, what we want to do personally, what we might want to do professionally, hobbies, That's one category. And then the other category uh, that we have of things are items that represent people who may or may not still be with us, as well as memorabilia, tickets, and, you know, greeting cards, and all those types of things that when we go somewhere or do something, we say, oh, let's save this, and we, we put it somewhere. So we've accumulated all this stuff, right? And then when it starts to overflow into our space and into our lives to the point where we say, you know what, maybe we need to take a look at this and do something about it. The parting of the memory and, and the physical item is it gets a little gray, it gets a little fuzzy. People feel like if I get rid of these, these greeting cards, or if I get rid of these tickets to this concert or all some of these pictures, that means that, that I'm not going to be able to, they have a fear that they're not going to be able to remember that part of their life or that person anymore. And as far as the, the dreams and the goals and, and all of those hopes that people had around, say, you know, um, somebody was going to write a book or somebody wanted to start a craft project and it's been sitting there for 10 or 20 years. And, you know, in the bottom of your heart, you kind of know, you know what, I've, I'm not going to do that. I've moved on to other things that are more important to me now and this is taking up too much space in my home, that it it takes a while sometimes for people to come to terms with, you know what, that's something that I need to put to rest and maybe I'm not going to get to that. So people hang on to that. And and that's why I think it's, it's difficult to let things go. With divorce, you're talking about things that have been accumulated throughout the course of a marriage. And even more so, I find people who may have been organized before divorce are hanging on to those things because they feel like it represents the 
ending of the marriage, which of course it does, you know, it really does. But I also feel like there are more and more people I'm working with who are really ready to let go. But I think they just need permission (laughs) to say, it's okay, you can let go of this. And people are really embracing that clean slate of life that you get after divorce, that, that opportunity. You know, it's always been interesting to me because so often we'll say things that were grandmas or moms or whatever, and they're in a box. Yeah. So what difference does it make if you saved them, if you're not using them? You know, I, I have a couple of little things that have been my mother's, and I use them all the time because I want to keep her alive. I have her pictures a low level for my grandchildren to be able to look into her eyes because they never got a chance to meet her. And it's so funny. My grandson would be over and he'd be talking to her picture in baby talk as an infant babbling, go to crawl away and then crawl back. I swear she was talking back to him. It took me a very long time after my mother died to be able to let go a bunch of things. And I actually gave them to other people that knew my mother. And I went through them and specifically picked things per person to give to them as a memento of my mom. But I knew it was time for me to let them go. Right. So you would not be someone who would be hiring me because you've already hit the nail on the head. You already know what you're doing with all of this because exactly what you said, you want to pull out, you don't want boxes and boxes or closets full of stuff. You want to go through and you want to pick out a finite amount of things. And I always suggest to people get a beautiful box and keep an amount of things that fit in that box that reminds you of your mom, that when you feel like on her birthday, on Mother's Day, on any day, that you want to go in that box and you want to sit down with some quiet time, you know exactly where to find it and you can access it and you have a representation of that activity or that time period or that person. That's what I really like to guide people to do because otherwise you can't find it. It's all over the place. You don't know where it is and you're not able to get that benefit of that connection. And I love what you said about your grandson with the picture. I mean, and putting it at eye level. That's amazing. That's exactly what we want to do is use them, you know, in a way that is meaningful, not just having those pictures somewhere in a box at the bottom of the closet, taking up space. You in your life, you've hit the nail right on the head. But again, people just need options sometimes to figure it out. And, you know, as far as, you know, you mentioned it's hard to get rid of things. Yeah, it certainly is. And it's also a process, you know, the biggest question people ask me when we start working together is, oh my gosh, are you going to make me throw out like all of these letters that my grandmother wrote me? And of course not, you know, but I just want to encourage people to think about what's meaningful to them and what do they want to keep? Because it can't be everything. That can't be the answer. (laughs) It's funny that you say that. I had a friend who was a collector and wanted to open an antique store. And when I tell you had probably $25,000 worth of antique radios mm. and all kinds of stuff, could never open that store because he couldn't part with anything. Right. And I said to him, you know what? If everything is a 10, then nothing's a 10. Yes, I love it, that. You can't. It's ridiculous. You cannot want to open a store and then be afraid to sell anything that right. you have. Right. He couldn't right. get rid of anything. It was unbelievable to me. Lived by himself in a three-bedroom house 
And even in his own bedroom, it was just piled with boxes. There wasn't an inch on the wall that didn't have stuff. And I don't know in your own brain how you can organize your life with all of that. How do you, once you go in and help people, how do you keep your home organized once you've organized it? Right. So I am really big with the maintenance. And my goal is not for you to be working with me forever. My goal is to teach you as we go along, asking the questions as we sort things, which is the first thing we do, as we sort what's to keep, what's to get rid of, what's to donate, asking the questions. It almost becomes a mantra. And sometimes people do homework, you know, on their own. We'll start in a room and they'll sit and I'll say, okay, do you think you can tackle that dresser by between now and the next time that we meet? And, you know, sometimes people can and sometimes they can't, you know. So continually I teach people the questions to ask themselves as they're moving through their lives with their stuff. And then most importantly, I encourage people to designate a time to spend. Start with a half an hour, maybe on the weekend. And see if that's enough, if it's not, if it's too much, if it's too little, you'll know pretty soon. You know, so schedule that in like you would schedule a doctor's appointment. And if something comes up and you need to change it, don't just blow it off. Reschedule it as soon as you can. Otherwise, things will get out of control. So the only way to do it, it, think of it as brushing your teeth. You know, we don't brush our teeth one day and we go, you know what, we're done forever. We have to go back every day. And we, if we want that result of clean teeth, we need to have a maintenance routine like we do for everything else, you know, an appropriate maintenance routine. So I don't mean every day you need to spend an hour going through your stuff and, and analyzing. Absolutely not, because nobody wants to do that and you don't need to. That's not necessary. But some accountability around maintenance has to be scheduled in. Do you feel that being organized can help you be a better parent? Oh my gosh, a million percent. And we talked a little bit about that confidence with children, but confidence in as an adult, as a parent also comes with being organized because if you are scrambling as you're running out the door to work or to bring your child to school or to an activity or to the doctor, and you're scrambling to find your keys or to find papers or whatever it is that you need for that appointment or for yourself for work, you're going to make yourself late. You're going to make your kid late, which is going to cause anxiety for both of you. So if you know where your stuff is and you are organized and, you know, in talking about time management and scheduling, you know, we, we often talk about the night before getting everything ready and close to the door as possible. So if you are setting your, you're setting yourself up, you know, sometimes, and I've seen people who do it for their children, but they don't do it for themselves, which is so typical of moms to do, you know, oh, we need to do it for the kids first. And oh, we'll just figure out our own stuff later, pack this beautiful lunch for the kids. And then we're eating whatever a candy bar for lunch. So if we get out of that mindset of the kids come first, because, and I'll share with you, someone just told me yesterday, she's talking about when she was, she has kids in her thirties now, but she was telling me about when she went to La Leche League. And she said, the best thing that I learned when I was first, you know, had my first kid and went to La Leche League, for people who may not know, it's a breastfeeding organization. She said it had nothing to do with breastfeeding. She said, what they said to me was that the mom's experience matters too. And I think that that's exactly what people need to allow themselves to have the, the benefit of having that organization that they're giving to their children, having that preparation that they're doing for their children as well. And so when you're walking out the door, 
all together with your keys, with everything you need, with a nutritious lunch, well-rested, all of those things, you're going to be able to be calmer, less anxious, and therefore you're going to be able to be in contact and, and connect with your children better and hear them and what they need as opposed to your, your brain, like you just mentioned, when everything is scattered in your environment and in your schedule, everything's scattered in your brain too. And you're rushing around and you're barely seeing your child. But when you're organized, you can, you can see your child, you can hear your child, you can connect with your child, even if it's just for a few minutes, it's the quality of that that will improve your ability to parent better. And then that feeds into confidence because as mothers, we're always beating ourselves up. You know, we're not a good enough parent. We're not doing this. We're not doing that. But, you know, we need to lay that that important foundation first and set ourselves up for success. Fabulous way to end this conversation. Michelle, please let everyone know how they can get in touch with you. So I am on the Internet at www.divorce-rx.com. Also on Instagram at divorce underscore rx. And I have all kinds of ways to work with people. And I really feel like every situation is unique. And I really like to meet people where they are and plan from there. No putting square pegs into round holes. What would you like to leave our listeners with, Michelle? I would like to leave your listeners with the message. It's a bit of a cliche, but that old oxygen mask. If you do not have your own oxygen mask on first, you cannot show up for the rest of your life and for your children. And if your cup is empty, you have nothing to pour from. And be a good example. You know, I'd really like to encourage people to set themselves up for success. And that foundation is, is starts with being organized. And that feeling of knowing that you know where stuff is in your life and, and in your home. Absolutely fabulous. Michelle, thank you so much for being with us today on Word of Mom Radio. Please reach out and find out more at divorce rx. Com. I want to say thank you to our sponsors over at altwell.com. Use our Altwell Mom for 25% off your first order. And we're going to close out with our fabulous theme song from Smith Sisters Bluegrass. So till next time, this is Dory DiCarlo saying go out and create a marvelous you. Bye for now. She is sure. She is sure. She is strong. She is strong. She